0: Oh, yeah.
1: Welcome to The Cultured Guitarist. I can see Casper shaking his head. It's a beautiful thing. Hello? <laughs> My name is All Over the Place Al. With me, as ever, keep it together, Casper. And couple, our first two. Do some tandem. Tandem. <laughs> Quadrera. <laughs> A couple of guests with us today. First off, Mighty Might Matt McDonald. Uh, that'd be me. <laughs> and crispy, cool Carl Platz. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah.
3: So uh, <laughs> I went for it. I'm, I'm gonna go like was the a, '80s, like a four and a half, five out of ten. Better, really, better than two. <laughs> That's better than two. You're starting. Uh, I enjoyed I'm, that. Oh
1: my gosh. Yeah. I'm gonna. Okay. <laughs> we got well. Well, we got a bevy of judges here. We got three judges. Let, out of ten, how are the nicknames, fellas? I'm going seven. So, seven. All right. Strong. Mediocre. Thank um. you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know what? I'm going to give it a 7.5. Wow. You know, okay. a solid yeah. C. It was a solid C. Oh you had gosh. it you know, on the fly. How do you, you feel, know? Al? Tell I thought us. that was Give a us good... your self-evaluation. I
1: admit it. They weren't the best ones ever, but I thought they were like a solid 8.5. I I, I
4: agree on a curve, though, so I, I think a 7 is pretty good. <laughs>
0: You're all I like the alliteration. That's, that's always a, a, a keeper with me. You know, like yeah. it's gonna get you some yeah. points.
1: Yeah. Well, it didn't get me enough points. I was
3: no. looking for you know. It was...
2: Well, uh, you know. I think Man. we should
3: do this every time. <laughs> Radio yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it would it would help you grow, and you would be able to you would be able to see it from someone else's eyes and and be a little bit more uh, realistic.
1: I don't want realistic. <laughs> I want, that's <laughs> I lived through 2020. I don't want realism anymore. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. What, tell me about. Yeah, who wants that crap? <laughs> Anyways, so I've you guys are like I I don't actually know the full functionality so and, of the relationship here. So Matt and Carl, but, are uh, from Electrofoods. Yeah, what's that? So we got it's Electrofoods <laughs> pedals, but have two people in two different locations. What? How does this work? the uh, well, thing? Like, how do we make stuff? No, not how do you make stuff. <laughs> no. Because like, uh I, we're confused as to, like, because as far as I understood it, uh-huh. Matt, Electro Foods was your baby. And Carl, you uh, helped no, out. No, it was both
4: of us. It, it was both of us from the beginning.
1: Okay, it's both of you from the you okay. Oh, yeah. It's a 50-50 oh, yeah. thing. Yep. Oh, I, oh yeah, we just had this all wrong then. Don't say we. I mean,
2: I I won't say that he was Casper brain, had it all but... wrong
1: and he led me astray. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet. We have well, we, we have complementary skill sets. I will say. Yeah, um, that's like Casper and uh, labor. Casper and I have that too. I'm handsome and he's Casper
3: <laughs> decent with
1: a <the> computer. <laughs> I,
4: I would say that we also have we also have complementary guitar knowledge, which is to say, I made everything the hell up. And Carl actually knows things.
2: Alright. So, okay. oh, so
1: it's better <laughs> That's better than Casper having skills and me just being pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I know I think it's about the same. I
4: think, I think it's about the same. Except I'm probably less pretty.
1: <laughs> well, uh, you know, I've seen well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ways we could go with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think we should find Move our on. way let's back. Just find our the... way okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> back to what pertains to the show. Yeah, so, okay. let's let's kick it off. Let's go. Let's go Carl, Matt, Casper, me. What's been going on with your week this week? Music and or guitar related? Um, this is well, our icebreaking conversation piece. <laughs> oh, i <keep> okay. struggling <laughs> to get conversation going.
2: Yeah, no, uh, so yesterday I just got a snare I bought in December.
3: I'm sorry, did you say a snare, <laughs> like a drum? like A drum? A, a drum?
2: snare drum, yeah, or, in December. Oh my God, stop the recording,
3: let's Did move you miss on. The, the the
2: guitar related? <laughs> no. Okay,
1: go on. Maybe we can get Alex from Mass Music audio or Electronics or. on here again.
2: <laughs> oh, not Alec, uh, our, our good friend. Uh, yeah, that would be terrible. But yeah, no, uh, I ordered it and it was right before Christmas or maybe right after. And I told the guy, wait until after January to ship because everything was kind of crazy. And he shipped it in the beginning of January and I just got it. And it is, uh, I got it on February 21st.
1: So, uh, okay, pretty so excited. Just to, oh, I can't even have to say what? this again. You ordered a, uh, uh, a, sna- a, snare,
0: <laughs> uh, a snare drum. Yes. Okay.
1: Off the internet. <laughs> so you're also a drummer. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. I,
1: I am a drummer.
4: See, look, I said Carl knows things, yeah. and I I, I don't.
1: He didn't tell me he was some kind of perverted deviant. Jeez. <laughs> well, well, you should see you should see. His you know now, it's early. This is almost as bad as that time we had a left-handed player on the show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, that is how you fix the strat, though. Shout you play Eric up,
1: I don't. Right on So you got a snare drum Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. Uh, That's technically musical uh, I guess
4: yeah. Wow <laughs> So okay So let me put it this way Carl has allowed Carl has allowed the bassist in our band And I to both run Two half stacks that total Nearly a thousand watts Or two half stacks a piece Mind you uh
1: okay. wow. Well,
4: while, while Carl has to drum over us.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: And, yeah. Carl started as the second guitarist in this band. Or really uh, other guitarist, not really second. And now you're, other guitarist now, now in this he's band drumming. And now he's drumming yeah. because our our drummer was less reliable as most of them are. So really, Carl is a drummer. (laughs) Okay. So So what I Um, thought
1: was a deviant is actually a man carrying a heavy cross. Yes. yes. Exactly. Sacrificing one for the team. Okay. I'm sorry.
4: That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. And he has to deal with Drake and I being ridiculously loud.
3: (laughs) Very, very loud. Okay. uh, Take back everything Al said. Yes. (laughs) Yes. He still
1: drums. Jeez. Yeah, so so Carl,
4: your your hi hats are crashes, is that correct?
2: Uh yeah, I play sixteen inch hi hats. Holy (laughs) Dude Now, this is down I did have seventeen inches, uh, at one point. I was playing seventeen inch hi hat.
0: Oh my
1: gosh, is your ride symbol just one of those like Old school satellites like
2: nine <laughs> feet across. No, actually my my uh my ride's a twenty inch I have a twenty four inch <laughs> crash ride and a twenty inch crash ride. Of course you do, yeah. That's okay. my crashes. <laughs> nice.
4: Yeah. And so then, yeah, this was the quest to find the the louder snare drum.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> also
1: was
2: a little bit a little bit dryer. Just get one of those
1: like twenty inch by twenty inch kick drums, the cannons. Mm. And just put a oh, snare that, on it, man.
2: <laughs> that is my bass drum. It's 20 by 20. It is a 20 by 20. Yeah, yeah it's a 20 by 20. That's a and sign, my, good two four times, a j- 14 by 14, that's, and a 16 by 16. That's a
1: stool-loosening snare size. It's <laughs> yeah, it is.
4: Yeah, and I stand right in front of it a lot of the time. Although, it's been a while.
1: <laughs> it has been a while, man. It's uh, yeah. Okay. We'll get back to it. Now yeah. that we've established yeah. why Matt has such regular flow, <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
1: uh, that's gonna that's the uh, that's the episode name right there. Matt's regular it's, flow. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm
4: fine with that. Okay. Uh, Between that and being a vegetarian, you know, what are you gonna do?
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. What about you, Matt? What have you been up to this week, music and or guitar related? Uh, I have been, I,
4: I have, I just got a PV Bandit 112 from a guy at work for free that he bought brand new in high school.
1: Cool. What is, okay, what year of Bandit is this then?
4: Uh, I, I believe it's a, I believe it's a 2003.
1: So that'd be like the ones with the little red stripes on them? Yep. And the like, the nice little toggle switches.
4: Yeah, that's. I think that's the one.
1: That's awesome. All right. Cool. Yeah,
4: and it's it needs a little TLC, some scratchy pots and stuff, but it it sounds great. I I've sort of converted it into the ElectroFoods test amp for the time being, just just because it's here. <laughs>
1: it's nice. They are a nice clean amp.
4: They really are. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's funny how much like. Back when those things, you know, back in that era, how a lot of us were just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh they're reliable, you
2: know. Yeah, oh yeah, I remember being I, of that same mind. Like I think I played one uh when I was in a band in like middle school. My you know bandmates brother had a you know bandit, and I played it. I don't know, Ugh, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it depends on what you're I trying to do. With it. Them, like, I... Yeah. I wouldn't use it for
4: distortion tones. No, I'll say.
2: no. Well, <laughs> I didn't have much in the way of distortion tones, you know. Fair, so, well, sir. I was yeah. trying to, it was... But yeah, that's
1: okay. and it just. It wasn't until yeah. AMP started coming with an insane mode that we realized how, like, okay those bandits actually were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, digital distortion is, is, is tough to do. <laughs> so, yeah. so you got a free bandit? That's, that's the week? Uh,
4: yeah that and I've been I've been uh, there's a there's a prototype that I've been beating my head against for a while and I it's it, it's very large it's the most complicated circuit I've ever designed and I just discovered that the company that did the contract SMt portion of it screwed up all the resistor values which is why I've been having so much trouble with it
1: uh, well heads must roll yes indeed
4: <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's unpleasant. Uh, that
1: sucks. <laughs> well, at least you got, yeah, at, you least, know, at least you got like a, like there's an end to that tunnel now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <that's weird.
4: sighs> I, I thought, I, yeah. And it's again, it, you know, it's, it's more complicated than anything I've ever designed using components and things that I've never used. So I thought it was just me for a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But getting through it, getting through it.
0: <laughs>
1: right on, Casper. Dasper, what do you got, buddy? Um, a whole lot of
3: just finishing the studio. Mm. I haven't done a lot of stuff musically, uh, but I did get the last of the walls boarded up and the and the door hung and all that kind of stuff. So now we have a fully contained studio, finally. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do- doors wow. are important. Yeah, and it's like a barn door, but this is a basement with a seven foot ceiling. So the door. The nice. T- the door that I bought was for like a normal house. With full wow. size, ce- like full height ceilings, and so I had to like modify the door and hang it and like cut it down. It was a, you know, me and the missus spent a, a few hours last night finishing up the project. Um, nice, But nice. That, was, that was about it for this space. I did, however, get a chance. Uh, a really good friend of mine uh, had a a birthday, and um, so I went over there for dinner, and got to jam for a bit and play some songs and find like. I haven't played music in front of people in Uh, well over a year, well over, if not a year and a half or more. Like I don't even know the last time, but it was really great to just get booed by all your
1: friends. No,
3: it was just great to (laughs) to, to like, instead of sitting here by myself, like kind of half sort of singing a song and getting bored of it halfway through and to actually like, you know, there's only four people in the room, but it still felt great to, to play and sing for people. And, It was great, so. Yeah, that
0: sounds great.
4: Yeah, I I miss it.
3: Yep.
1: Congrats on enjoying some humanity. I was gonna say so, neener, neener, neener.
0: Um, (laughs) 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 One one brief shining
3: moment of maturity there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was my week. Um, I did everything else for guitar related last week and. I haven't even played any of those <laughs> guitars that I worked on, so
1: fair enough. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's it. You? What about you, Al? Yeah, hey, I beat you to it this time. Yeah.
1: Me. Well, um, I did a little bit of uh I uh I almost bought an amp. I finally I, know. I finally had an amp in the claws of my hand. Uh and I was just getting in my vehicle to go pick it up. it was a used katana fifty. And uh finally I've been looking for one. You know, a katana or an X tone or something like that. Just mm-hmm. on the, not even on the cheap. Just on the reasonable. Yeah, on each. the fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seems to me a lot of people like, what are they three fifty new Canadian give or take? Yeah, yeah. For a katana fifty, and there was a lot of people selling them used for three fifty. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Um, and I, yeah. so <laughs> I, I saw one online for two fifty and I was like, that's okay. It's a gen one. It's not, you know, it's, I offered 200 and he was like, yeah, sure. And so we'd range a time for me to go pick it up. I was getting in my vehicle to go pick it up and, uh, went to open our message thing and it said sold. And I was like, well, it's, hmm. And so I was like, oh, maybe he just, you know, market sold cause I'm on my way. Yeah. And so I wrote a little message saying, Hey, on my way, and he goes, Oh, I just sold it. Like, you daft monkey. What <laughs> like, Oh, why didn't he tell me it was like you were working multiple people or something like that? Like, yeah. why like like I if I hadn't messaged him, he would have been content to let me drive the hour to uh Kelowna.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Ooh. just to not pick it up, which would have been real awesome. So I'm still yeah. amped. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, ah. So, yeah. You know, if somebody wants to send the culture guitarist an amp <laughs> <laughs> uh, for product testing.
3: Yes. Yeah. Something,
1: yes. something, something professional. Yeah. um, <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So I, I lost that. And then uh, I've been working on uh, trying to. Uh, from memory, assess <laughs> books for a list for the insurance company. for my parents' house burned down with all my books in it, and oh. then, uh, and I'm and I'm realizing like I'm never gonna remember all of them, never. Cause I had yeah, got no. a couple hundred books at least, and uh, my my list is like maybe seventy five books on it so you remembered 75 books well it's some of it was easy like I was a big fan all of all
3: of your Nancy Drew's you can <laughs> like,
1: yeah okay listen <laughs> first off it's not Nancy Drew's it's Nancy Myers oh <laughs> that's, even- that's, even more, that's worse rom-com joke yeah yep um, <laughs> They're not even rom-coms. They're just romantic dramas. Anyways, like, <laughs> well, I was a big fan of Terry Brooks, the fantasy writer as a kid, so I had sure. all of his yeah. books. So, like, I knocked off a big part of the list by just – because I know I had almost his entire collection. So yeah. I just had to remember the most recent book of his that I got, and then I knew I had every book before that. Mm. So that, you know, was like 30 books or things like that. Uh, where I was really struggling were, like, the one-offs. Or it was like this, you know, a book that – because <laughs> I'm a giant sci-fi dork so I had tons of those like 70s sci-fis that half of them I bought just because I like the cover art
0: oh and, yeah uh, these sure, are, sure. You know,
1: these are books that flopped upon publication and were never reprinted <laughs> <laughs> like, so they're just gone forever um, and then I've also been trying to remember like I had uh, some guitar stuff in, in, in my old uh, closet there at the house um, so I've been trying to remember from memory like this little box of seven or eight pedals that was hic- kicking around there, like what each pedal in there was and, and look at all, you know, I have to get retail prices and stuff. And, you know, I had a guitar body that burnt and <laughs> it's like, I don't
2: Hot know what man. that's where, like,
1: how do you, how do you put a price on a aged MJT body that I bought nine years ago? So the best I could do is like look up a warm body of similar similar thing because with mjt it's like depending on the level of relicking they do to it they're going to change their quote, and so i
2: sure uh,
1: it's just been frustrating at the same time it's a little like as i'm adding up this list of of retail prices on these items it's like well, when you add it all up at once, it looks really like, whoa, oh, that dude's foolish with his money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to look at that list, <laughs> like, and I'm I'm kind of nervous to send this list to my parents because they're gonna be like, you have like five grand in guitar crap just hanging out in the closet that burned, you idiot. Like, but it's like I get stuff I bought over the course of like
2: ten years. Right. Yeah. 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 Every now and then I think about that. I'm like how much stuff and I go (laughs) and try and add up all the stuff and then some of it it I can't keep track of too and like there's a bunch of stuff that me and (laughs) and Matt have bought like for the band that we're in or like electric I'm like I don't know who owns that Oh man, you know, just, gk head. Yeah. is just, that mine or yeah. is that yours just write it
1: right. all down under a list titled reasons why i can't retire early
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's a there's, I a thought lot you were there's a there's a lot of stuff that i bought at like a ridiculous deal that if i needed to replace it i'd have to pay five times as much
1: well that's where i'm at like yeah. like so one of the <sighs> items um, one of the items on there was. Uh, You're 59, I, Les Paul. 59, <laughs> Les Paul. But yeah, uh, I'm trying. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna bring the list up right now because there's a couple things on here. <laughs> this, this sounds like
4: a, this, this. just sounds like a nightmare to me. Honestly.
1: It, it like, is. Oh, it is an absolute man. nightmare. Okay, so Ugh. so I had a diamond CPR one uh, comp that i totally forgot about it's just been sitting there for for a while and i don't really use compression because i'm in i'm a troglodyte and i don't understand (laughs) (laughs) what is this black arts of guitar magic anyway so it's you know it's like i okay i I got that thing for cheap that's the only reason i had it because i don't like i said i'm an idiot i don't know what compression does on guitar it just makes me sound bad so, <laughs> it's a good thing I host a guitar podcast. This is not making me sound cool at all. So, I looked up the price on that. I paid maybe 80 to 100 bucks for this thing. Yeah. And that's, and that's why I bought it because I remember it was a good deal. And I, 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 here's how much I'd forgotten I owned this thing. I bought another comp like a year ago and then sold it because I realized I hated compressor. Yeah. Still didn't remember I had one at home. <laughs> anyway, looked up the retail price on these things here in Canada, $269. I was like, I what why did they go up so much? And then, you know, other things like uh um Maxon eighty nine. Had a had a Maxon eighty nine hanging out in the box and it's been there for forever. I think it needed a new switch or something like that. And so it came off the pedal board and was just sitting in there.
2: And oh, what's uh, the eighty nine? Oh sorry. It's a delay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
1: Really nice analog delayed. Did self oscillating like nobody's business. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: and uh, these stupid things go for four hundred and fifteen bucks now. That is not what I paid for it. <laughs> no, Damn. So yeah, this list added up quickly to. Uh, well, it's it's in the several thousands of dollars, and uh, I just know when I send it, to my parents are gonna be like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Because they know how much my wife and I have been struggling with money this year, especially because like COVID has meant no touring. So that's no income for me.
0: Sure. And so
1: when they say this list of like, you could (laughs) have all this money sitting in crap that you weren't even using, it's yeah, I'm just not looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a lecture. I'm going to get a lecture. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm almost 40, mom. Come on. (laughs)
3: I needed it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't tell me what to do anymore, dad. <laughs> you don't understand. This pedal was totally gnar. <laughs> uh, man.
3: <sighs> yeah.
0: That yeah, part I, of, I, your, I...
3: of your week sucks, Al. Sorry? Yeah, it sucks. Sure. It does suck. It, it just does, sucks. yeah. You should talk about fun things you're doing, not how much you're Life sucks <laughs> right now. What? Man. Wow. Thank you. No, no, I don't, <laughs> don't want to hear your problems, no, dork. No, no. It's like, man. It's like it all adds up to a whole bunch of suck, and I and I feel for you, buddy.
1: Well, okay. It it is a bunch of suck, but in the same at the same time, it's like I have I've been living in the Okanagan for four or five years. Yeah. The stuff was in a closet. It's not. Like- yeah.
3: No. I, I I get it.
1: You know. So it sucks that it's gone. But I wasn't really using it on a daily basis in any way. The yeah. books, I'm really, really, really sad about. The but, gear is like, well, now I'm going to get a check and I'll go spend it on more gear that I, I don't just,
3: need. I just hope that you, you you see something in return from it.
1: Me too. Me yep. too. I don't know. Maybe I won't. Maybe the insurance people will be like, no. <laughs> it's like, well, okay. So don't leave your stuff in your parents' closet for half a decade, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. There's a lesson um, in that. Yeah. <laughs> when you move, Take, move. Your, take your stuff, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I
4: learned I learned a different kind of lesson about that, which is when you kick somebody out of your band, make sure you have all your stuff out of
3: their house first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a thing. That's all. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah, did you
1: like, want oh, that for- bass back? Mm.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. It's like oh, I forgot about that guitar. No, i have never seen that again.
1: Oh man, that brings. Oh, you guys. So you know Doctor Scientist pedals, I'm sure. Yeah.
4: Oh yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. So- <laughs> We found out while we were interviewing him, uh, Ryan, and and I shouldn't say him, Ryan and Neil, uh, while we were talking to Ryan on air, <laughs> Ryan brought up lending out a forty eight hundred dollar Ibanez gem to someone, and never getting it back. <laughs> Just gone forever.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. The the plus side is the plus side is I spent ninety dollars on the guitar that I left there. You know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I,
1: I, I put a hundred
4: and some dollars into it after that.
1: Yeah, it's a little but less, less ouchie, but it's still ouchy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. Let's get out. all right, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how long we here. <laughs> <All right. laughs> let's start the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are we thirty-five minutes in or 20, twenty-five or so?
2: <laughs> Probably, yeah. 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 We're we,
1: professionals.
2: We, we, right.
1: All right. So electro foods pedals, which by the way, I want to say just uh, up front, we you, you guys sent us a pedal to try out a while back, the pig pile, which was a lot of fun. Yes, and, uh, so much fun. Holy overdrivey.
3: <laughs> yeah, holy <God.
1: laughs>
3: Sounded great on my acoustic,
1: though. Like before, we could even ask, "Doth it doom if Freaking doomed. doomed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dooms out of the box. That's doomed right. all
1: over us. Uh, so, how yeah. did you guys? How did you guys hook up? How did the How did the meeting of the minds happen?
2: Oh, uh, well, uh, my roommate, uh, his band had a reunion show, uh, kind of, sorta, of sorts, with uh, a queer core band, Limp Rest. He is also in a queer core band called uh, Fruit Punch, and so I went to go see my friend play. And, and I, watched- I I went to college with Carl's roommate,
4: and I had just moved to Philly, and I knew that Drake was living in Philly. This is also the basis of our current band, by the way, that we're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, and so I and so I I saw that the show was happening, and I was like, oh, great! I never got to see Fruit Punch when they were together. I'm going to the show. And so I, I wandered down to the show and I see, and this is at, this is at a relatively famous venue in Philly, which is the church. It's the first Unitarian church of Philly, um, which I, I don't know. It, it's always weird to me. Like who knows that venue and who doesn't. So I'm, I'm mentioning it only for that. Um, and outside, outside the church, there's Drake smoking a cigarette as I'm walking down to the, sh- to the show and Drake looks at me and says, "What the hell are you doing here? I was like, well, I just moved to Philly. So you guys are playing a show. So I thought I'd come and he's like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I, you know, uh, looking to start a band, you know, cause I, my previous band just broke up right before I moved down here. It's like, well, what kind of band do you want to start? And I was like, I don't know, something, like weird time signatures, weird down tunings. And, uh, I don't know. I got some riffs and Carl's like, or Drake is says, have you met my roommate, Carl? And I said, no. Yep. So Drake walks me 25 feet to Carl who's sitting on the, sitting by the fence and said, so, and Drake points at me and says, tell him what you just told me. And so I repeat that. Uh, and, Carl says that sounds awesome. What kind of guitar do you play? And I was, I said, uh, PVT sixty mostly through bass amps, something like that.
1: Yeah, um, that's a good. And view. Carl that's says, a good, that's a, Let's just take a moment to pay some respect.
4: <laughs> wait, 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 it gets better because what Carl said back to me was me too, and I <laughs> thought he was making fun of me, <laughs> but he wasn't. He was that was absolutely true.
1: That's, awesome. Yeah, uh, our hats yeah. are tipped to you, fine gentlemen. Indeed. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah. yeah, we are. Um, we're we're both very big fans of of Chip Todd and uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
2: brilliant. He's oh, he's yeah. a he's a uh, just super smart, very forward thinking dude. I actually got to talk to him for like a couple hours. I think one day. Oh, that's, so uh, that's awesome. It was. I was just. I was looking for you know um, a pickup to replace um I was a tuners I forget I was looking for some part for some you know t-series thing I it was either tuners for a t-40 or a pickup for a t-60 and I found his phone number <laughs> online and I was like well <laughs> call the guy and he picked up and I'm like hey you know just you know hey you, you know yeah and he you know was very generous with his time. Very just a, a nice, nice, sweet guy, and talking about all sorts of crazy stuff, like you know refinishing, you know fifties, sixties strats and tallies and stuff yeah, like Bill that. And like
4: Mickey Thompson back in the
2: sixties. <laughs> yeah, just and you're just like, what and he's talking yeah. about. You know, going oh, yeah. shooting machine guns with with you know Hartley. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> For part of the interview, I think was that or something. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about that. But I do know he was talking about shooting machine guns With him at one point. I'm just like this is so weird. he just got this nice, just like really great, you know, Texas draw that you're just like talk to me about the weather or you know, I don't know the fall of Western civilization. I don't care. <laughs> so it's like one of those, just like. But yeah, no. He he said some really interesting things about like you know everyone talks about how the the T series is so heavy, and he's like, I really wish that we had we had made them lighter. We knew we could make it, and they'd still sustain. But everyone thought that it had to be heavy, and
1: well, in, in the era that they designed and made those things, I mean, like, or when he designed and made those things for PV, like if it wouldn't have been heavy, everybody would have been like, mm.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. no
2: that's true by, and he also
4: by, was by like 80, um, by the 80s that was starting to change a little bit because carl's is definitely 100%. lighter than mine because Carl, carl's yeah, in 83 and I, I have like a, an early 79 as far as you know it's hard to date him but as far as we can date it that's about what we got
1: but now i wonder is that was that an intentional thing where they sourced source lighter wood or was that luck of the draw because they were just producing it's pv they were everything they made was on mass <laughs>
4: That's true. I mean, they're, they're different enough. I would say that I, I think it's, I think it had to be intentional by 83 at least.
2: Okay. Well, mine has more generous body cuts on it too. Yeah, that's true.
4: Yeah. I mean, they,
2: they, there's so a like lot the of differences. Slightly. A, hmm. Yeah.
0: Like,
4: and I had to, like mine is old enough that I had to get like, when I broke the pickup rings at some point. Cause I, I had, I have a, I have a very heavy pick hand.
1: That's
2: an understatement. <laughs>
1: it's all right. I, 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 too play guitar like a drunk orangutan.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, 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 my low string is in, is an 075 at this point. Flat wound. Okay. Minute. So
1: I play like a drunk orangutan. You play like an orangutan with on fentanyl. That's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Uh,
4: <laughs>
0: uh, I sink in for a minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <The> heavy pick <laughs> Yeah. Anyway,
4: um so uh, yeah, so I broke my pickup rings at some point, because you know, they're 40-year-old plastic. Yeah. Oh,
1: and those are impossible yeah. to find those things.
4: Yeah, well, so the, the later ones. I found, I found a guy who machines them and he, you can get them in plastic, you can get them in aluminum or whatever, but they don't fit my pickups because the pickups had changed enough in those four years that they're just different. What? And the pickup, the pickup rings don't even fit like the screw holes are in the wrong place.
1: Huh? Okay. So every T60 I had, had the, like the two screw holes on one side thing going on. Like it wasn't like a one in one, like a Gibson pickup.
4: Yep. It, it's still like that. Yeah. But the, 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 the uh, like that's the, height a, the height adjustment tabs.
1: Screen.
4: Yeah, the height adjustment tabs are in a different place on my pickup than they are on Carl's.
1: Interesting. I I remember. Yeah. I know. Like, you know, you can tell over the years. Like the the, the bar was exposed on some years and the yep. covered in other yep. years. And yep,
4: Carl's Carl's got the Carl's got the rail showing and yeah, mine I have, don't.
2: I have the rails. Yeah. Okay. So yeah.
4: And mine, after emailing uh, Chip Todd. I determined that mine were from before they actually had molds for the epoxy and they were just using masking tape to tape over the covers when they potted the pickups.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: cause I had, I had masking tape texture on mine as opposed to the smooth mold texture. That's
0: interesting. So cause, interesting.
4: cause I, at one point my neck pickup went dead and you know, there's a few years before Carl actually talked to him on the phone. I emailed him and said, Hey, my neck pickup died. And he asked me a couple of questions to try to determine you know, like what era of T sixty pickups it was, and I, and you know the masking tape texture on on the epoxy that was exposed was the definitive thing. And he's like, oh yeah, I got one of those shrink wrapped in my garage, fifty bucks shipped. Like,
1: of course, wow, yeah. I love yeah. I love that. Right up until like just a few years ago, he had just scads of spare yeah. PV anything.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if if either one of them dies now, I'll be hosed yeah. probably. <laughs>
1: There's always some some weirdo out there who's parting out a T60. That's what that you'll you'll find mm, it. Yeah, it'll be overpriced, yeah. and it'll be some dude committing the criminal act of <laughs> dissecting yeah. a 60 for for parts, yeah. and that'll that'll hurt yep. a little bit because you'll know by buying this pickup, I've killed another <sighs> T60. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's how I put my T40 together. Actually, to a degree. Well, it True. was a complete yeah. body. Uh, but the switches were like just sawed off like someone, I think it just transported it poorly. I mm. uh, bought it at a guitar show and, uh, yeah, they are just seared off the toggle. <laughs> so I just, I bought replacement toggles and it didn't have a neck and I ended up getting a really good deal on a neck and then ended up getting an even better deal on a Rosewood neck. So I sold at one point and, you know, on Facebook, I saw someone on a TV forum needed a, needed a neck. I was like, well, oh, I got an extra one, you know. Man, the
1: rosewood necks were not common.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. I, I think I paid a hundred or a hundred twenty bucks for it. Ooh.
0: Good deal. Yeah.
2: Nice. nice job. It was, yeah. And then, you know, I sold the, the maple one for what I bought it for, which that I think was like I got for 80 bucks, which was also a good deal, you know. But, uh, yeah. Um, Very cool. Lo- love PV, you know, the 80s PV stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or 70s. Okay. Or 70s. Okay. Oh, yeah, or 70s, yeah. Uh,
1: all right. So not that I don't want to keep going about T40s and T60s, just the entire <laughs> T-line, because yeah, I yeah, do.
3: We did a whole show on it.
2: Yeah. yeah. A whole segment
1: we're, on it once. I'm, Yeah. Definitely fanatical about those things. Um. But, okay, so you, you, you meet – for the first time you find out you're both t <laughs> oh, yeah, we're players. doing the origin story right? yeah, yeah we're yeah, still okay, in yeah. the middle of <laughs> oh, that that's where we're back yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so, right. we, so we,
0: we pretty
4: much just hung out during the show right and then we were we were texting and i think like that was i think that was even during the week maybe that show and then by that weekend and it was fourth of july weekend we were like okay we're let's have we're starting a band let's have band practice and it was in and it was in Carl and Drake's house at the time's basement was where we were going to practice and i had to i had to drive to delaware and go to my previous band's practice space to pick up my gear that i hadn't yet gotten
2: so i i, I went oh and i didn't that. know that oh yeah yeah oh wow okay all yeah, right so Continue. for those Sorry. of us who
1: maybe for those of us who maybe don't understand the uh geography
3: <laughs> how did you it put delaware, so, so. delaware is a philly suburb United
4: that whole States state is, is another ish. Philly suburb.
0: Yeah, <laughs> okay.
4: but it, that's really—it's really all you need to know.
0: We're, we're <laughs> well, Canadians, man. They're... We
1: we measure distance and drive a time. Yep. Like, right, like, okay. oh, it's so, two hours away. Like, we yeah, What is so for, kilometers? I don't know. It was—it's a—it's
4: probably a forty-five minute drive.
1: Okay. I, all, right. all right. There
4: we go. Yeah, I mean, if you if you go at rush hour on a Friday, it'll be two hours. But most of the time, it's a forty-five minute drive. Okay. Yeah, so the I95 corridor as it were.
1: <laughs> okay, so you hit the I95, you go to get your gear. Yeah. You return yep, to Delaware.
4: Yep, and so it was it was 4th of July, was our first practice in our uh,
2: 2012, 11 something like that. Uh Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> and, one of those. And that's the band
1: that's still going strong today. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so when did, need, when, and, did, when the pedals come into this
4: almost immediately. So I, I had yeah. already, I was already like, I, I would modded some pedals. I had a black Russian muff that I'd modded for that previous band. I'd built, I'd built, uh, I built a the first pedal. I actually built was essentially like a thing I needed for the previous band, which was, I was basically, I was, I was using <laughs> another 80s PV thing. I, I was using a PV alpha bass as my guitar head at the time. Um, <laughs>
1: As you do for reasonable volumes. Yeah, sure.
4: Yeah, with its six six
1: L sixes. Um, sound guys love that.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, that band. We found band, out yeah. that all, all of my bands' sound guys have hated me. Um, so anyway, so but I was using I was actually using power tube distortion as a part of my like Whoa. high gain sound, dude.
1: <laughs> So it's not, a, was, you're not I, enough that you're running like the thunder of God, but you also have to be yeah. running it at like cook egg on the back of the head volumes. Just
0: Right. T- it, it,
4: into a two ohm 412 that I'd built with two bass speakers and two guitar speakers.
0: <laughs> I love this story. Two ohm?
4: <laughs> yeah, two ohm. I built oh it. Oh my gosh. Just,
1: you really wanted that amp working hard.
4: I, I built it because I was previously running a PV musician I would do 210 watts at two ohms, oh. and so I built it for that amp. And then that amp caught on fire on stage once.
0: Well,
1: yeah, I wonder it. why. I yeah, know. how did that happen? <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. I don't so, know.
4: <laughs> so that yeah, there's a there's a whole story about me running to our our trailer on tour in like freezing cold weather, and it was like it was like a ten minute jog to get the the PV. Alpha Bass, which was our backup amp that we hadn't even brought into the gig after the thing caught on fire while well, the other two members of my band jammed, and the um, the drummer for a Japanese all-girl punk band freestyled in Japanese over them while I was running. G- anyway.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it, it, was, it was actually
0: the best oh, show of that tour. Was the I miss best life on tour. the
1: road. I miss these stupid oh, things. Yeah. Like,
0: totally <laughs> it's been avoidable so things that tour. make the best stories. So good. <laughs> Yeah. Uh
4: anyway, anyway, anyway. So the thing that I needed was I needed incredibly pre- precise control of volume as a part of gating distortion, right? And so I had a volume pedal, but I couldn't make it work right with my foot accurately enough to get just the right amount of power tube distortion. <laughs> so I so I built a pedal that would take a passive volume pedal and turn it into an active volume pedal with presetable max and min volume. Oh, there you go. So I could just swing from one to the other and and I could dial it in and then it was just there and I didn't have to think about exactly moving my foot in exactly the right way. That was, that was the first pedal I built and it used one op amp, one dual op amp, and it took me a month to get it to stop oscillating. (laughs) So I built that, I got that to work. And then I modded my black Russian muff. And I was like, "Oh, this is great! I know what I'm doing now." So I was like, "I'll build a solid-state power amp. That'd be great." So I did that, and that that was a bit of a mess. And then I moved to Philly, and then I met Carl, and I was like, "Hey, I've got this pedal stuff. I want to let's build some. I want to build some pedals." And then and Carl, Carl was like, "You know, what I've always wanted to build. I've always wanted to build a harmonic percolator." Good choice. And so, we, yeah, and and I was like, "What's that?" Because again, I don't know anything. I just make stuff up. <laughs> right. I played when I, I started learning guitar halfway through college, essentially, and I I played in standard tuning exactly one day, and then I went to, <laughs> I went to I went to play guitar, and my guitar was I was just tuning relative, and my guitar was out of tune, and I couldn't remember standard tuning, so I said screw it, and just made something up, <laughs> and just essentially what I made up was all fourths and fifths, uh, and. And then I just kept making up tunings from then on. I still, to this day, cannot remember standard tuning because I don't care. And I've never used it.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, who who are we to argue with results?
2: Yeah. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Some people would, I'm sure. Uh, (laughs) I mean, talk to John Fahey about that, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so I don't care care either.
4: (laughs) I don't know things that most guitarists know. And meanwhile, Carl, Carl has worked in guitar stores and knows all of the things that you know guitarists know in general and so he was like harmonic percolator and i was like i have no idea what that is and so he showed me the circuit and i started messing around with it and and simulating it because i you know i have i have a mechanical engineering degree and i pretend to be an electrical engineer sometimes nice so i started i started messing with that and i was like this is really cool this does super weird things i don't understand it at all and so we we started Prototyping things, and we made a million prototypes, and that eventually, after hundreds, like we we probably actually <laughs> built thirty pedals. And considering all the mods on top of those, there's probably two hundred versions of that pedal that we built, easy. Uh, and that eventually became the pig pile.
2: <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Wait, you think that many?
4: Yeah, considering the number of mods, for sure
2: oh okay okay i thought you meant physical pedals it's like, oh god no we didn't do that yeah no there's there's a ton i mean that's why that thing has
0: every, yeah, nine every, every yeah. freaking thing in it yeah, yeah.
1: two <laughs> three-way toggles
2: things. okay so and straight skip switches
1: straight confession <laughs> we, on our part here mm-hmm.
2: we couldn't kill the baby you know <laughs> you're, yeah you're just we, like we wanted all the options
1: we tried our very best to understand everything that pedal did and, uh, <laughs> we don't at all it was like, it was like both like, casper Man. and i walked away from that pedal when we when we sent it back to you uh, it was definitely like one of those pedals where we were both just like so that did a lot
0: um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean,
1: it's not it's not just you guys because
4: like there's there's stuff in there that is just so weird and like and the whole brutality control thing is is as far as I know, it's, it's a control that has never existed on any other harmonic percolator, as far as I can tell. It's like, it's a control that we invented for that type of pedal. <laughs>
2: cool. Yeah, because I said to Matt, I was like, oh, it'd be cool like if I had like an option for it to be just kind of the standard-ish sort of tone of a harmonic percolator, but then had the ability to just make it do that totally you know kind of blown out and weird sort of thing that harmonic percolators do when they're at the max um you know when everything's just dimed on it and the traditional one is only two knobs i think it's gain and volume you know whatever uh and I was like, yeah I just love that that sort of thing when like Steve Albini and Shellac does it when it just like he was like, well show me what you're talking about and I like played him a clip and I was like yeah this is when he turns it on because he you know <laughs> he turns it on when he wants to you know not play guitar for there a minute a that, sitting, mean, you know, like,
1: that was basically a boost pedal back then that you know like it's it overdrives but like come on it's not comparing that to where you guys wound up with the pig pile. <laughs> Is
2: like yeah. It's like well, it's like yeah. well, and it's like and comparing also a was...
1: biplane that the Wright brothers built
2: to like the shuttle Atlantis. It's just, <laughs> it's just. I mean, I think our our theme is basically, oh, we have an idea for a thing. How can we complicate it like <laughs> ten times, like 10-fold? Yeah. Yeah. There's that orangutan. That's, that's what we want to do. Just... <laughs> and I'm also I'm
4: also really obsessive about about like like i i i always want it to work the same regardless of whether it's another pedal or whether it's a buffered signal or any of that stuff right and so like there's a there's a lot of classic circuits that just don't care about any oh and the other thing is that like my my guitar is loud as hell i i clip a tube screamer in bypass mode with my <laughs> well, passive t60
1: that's a lot so, of output yeah
4: it is it is well you know like the
1: have you measured those pickups? What are they putting out?
4: Five volts peak to peak <laughs> on a hard <hertz> strum.
0: <laughs> okay then. <Wow.
4: laughs> yeah, yeah. So I design pedals that can take that input and not sound like crap, regardless of what the knobs do. And so
3: that it takes some wow. takes some dialing in. So I am right? very, very new to understanding the inner workings of pedals but it does five volts on a hard strum. His pickups. Just the passive pickups. pickups.
0: Yeah. Holy yeah.
3: crap. I think the output on my Aria is like millivolts.
2: That's insane. Yeah. I mean, is that yeah. is that the is that in series or parallel, Matt? Oh, that's in series. Oh, yeah.
4: So the other thing is okay. my <laughs> T60 has appeared. Peri- I, I took the phase switch out because I, I did, didn't I use did it. that too. And I replaced it with a series parallel switch.
3: I did that too.
4: I actually, I had to figure out how to wire that so that the, the coil tapping still works, but it does.
1: That's Um, still an absolute insane amount of output.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. It is ridiculous. Of of an op amp, just like whatever, you know, a TLO 72 or something like that, running like a four and a half volt rail to rail. Like that's where I'm, where my brain's trying to, understand yeah so you're so, putting out that much voltage <laughs> it's like, i crap. mean you know
4: <laughs> Ow, when you're when you're low strings in 0, 075 flat wound there's a lot of metal moving back and forth yeah, yeah, and those becomes yeah. pretty hot to begin with and then they're in series so
1: yeah, wow yeah, okay <laughs> and, and com- combining 75 with, flat wound
4: yeah it's a, it's actually a, it's actually a bass string. There's a giant bass yeah. ball in hanging out the. I was gonna say you have like guitar. a
1: war against treble with that string. You, just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, well, the bi-amping
4: helps. You know, I have parallel pedal chains for the high and low if side.
1: There's enough sound and it's loud enough. There will be treble.
4: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this yeah I mean you know so the th- there's parallel distortion change and then two stereo delays and two stereo reverbs on my board and they you know so they go through they, first it's a splitter and then it goes through the parallel distortion chains and those chains into those delays and reverbs and then the top side the top side is currently it's currently a pv standard into a, an open back 212. Uh, and then on the low side, it's a four hundred RB into a into a ported four hundred and ten on the low side. That's my guitar rig.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and here's me with no amp at all. Yeah.
3: And <laughs> I mean, I got a I got a PV Classic thirty. It's loud. <laughs> Ish. <Jeez.
1: laughs> you're, you're, are you are you like? Is this a personal mission to uh, like? <laughs> Are you trying to like put Matt Pike to shame or something? <laughs> I, just, I I mean, don't know. I just,
2: maybe.
4: I don't, <laughs> yeah. We need we, we need some more amps to get there though. But
2: <laughs> yeah, not he many if you keep going with the two hundred
4: waters. Yeah. I mean, previously, it was the it was the Alpha base into the into the 412s um, but the standard, even though it technically can run two ohms, it doesn't like running two ohms. It does not sound as good.
1: Yeah, you know, I and wonder there's... why these most of these heads uh, only have four, eight or 16 on them. <laughs> like...
4: <laughs> I, I found, I found the like written on a typewriter manual for the, my 77 PV standard and it, it lists two ohms as a way you can run it. It just <laughs> doesn't sound as good.
1: Uh, all right. Well, that's the invincible Mississippi Marshall, man. Yeah. Oh boy.
2: Yeah, Yeah, dude.
1: (laughs) So, okay. So you, you get in the band, you get pretty much into the pedals right away. At what point, when does electro foods become a formal entity?
2: (laughs) It took a while Uh, by accident, really kind of, I mean, you know, so we were building these things to kind of work with as, You know, again, I was playing guitar in this this band, and so was Matt. And, um, you know, we were just trying to figure out how to make it work and, you know, have enough room where it all works with my guitar, his guitar, a bass player, and a drummer to where everything could be heard and all all of that. And, you know, I saw that he had built pedals, and I was like, oh, you can – do that let's let's well i you know let's think about doing this or that or and then you know
4: yeah a lot of yeah. it was just trying to make the band do what we wanted it to do right and the, the yeah. band to be clear was kind of built around a specific tuning it was it's built around
1: i love uh, Drop zed man that's where i <laughs>
4: it's so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna list the notes from low to high
1: oh, okay okay
4: E F sharp b right. f sharp c sharp
1: (laughs) yeah i stand by my earlier stool loosening statement
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so then we so yeah so we and the bass is something similar like it's got a you know even when we were playing when drake was playing a four string we were starting at the low b as if it was a five string minus the high um and so it was all just trying to get all of that to sound right and fit together correctly with the, with the sort of stuff we were writing at the time. And it, you know, it was, and we were just building pedals to make the band work for a long time.
2: And so the, yeah, we, you know, go ahead. Oh yeah. No, we, we just, we were building it for us. We didn't think yeah about anything else that anyone would be interested in and you know i mean i think i'm trying to remember what came first whether kyle was interested in the pig pile or um okay kyle came came later kyle came later oh okay we actually had enclosures
4: by then (laughs) oh that's Uh, true that's true yeah yeah no at first it was like so we were screwing around with the pig pile forever and i at one point i got tired of working on it and, and by the way, okay. So the other part is that like, there's a particular sound that I was getting with the Russian muff, with the, my modified Black Russian muff, that I really liked. But the thing was just it was just too damn noisy and unstable, and and it it took a it took a lot of effort to dial in. Like it was it was only ever exactly right in like this incredibly narrow range of settings. And so I was like, I can I can make something that does this better and is more flexible and isn't as freaking noisy and for a long time i thought that was going to be the pig pile and that was kind of like i was you know carl and i were kind of tag team dialing it in for each of our needs which i think is how it ended up with everything but the kitchen sink inside it um and i eventually realized that like a percolator just isn't going to do the thing that i wanted right and i was like all right well let me just let me just make something up. And it, at the time, I was just starting to mess around with JFETs, because you know, again, I'm learning this on the fly. I'm just making the stuff up as I go. So I was like, well, let me. And I just learned about a particular like two JFET type of gain stage called a mu amp. And you know, because I'm just googling all day every day about this stuff. I'm obsessed. And so I was like, well, let me let me make something that like uses a mu amp and then sort of does clipping like a rat. And but uses the mu amp instead of the op amp and then let's see what and then throw a throw a uh sun model t eq after it and see what that
0: does
4: (laughs) and then uh, you know so that i did that as a break from working on the pig pile and started messing around with that and that uh, eventually after a lot of a lot of changes turned into the eye of raw
1: you ever go to like a car show, and you're looking at all these classic cars, these like tastefully done hot rods, and then you get to like this this one car, and it's like it's, it's a like mini that's been converted into a truck, but it also has tractor tires and it runs and, on
3: jet fuel. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, like yep.
1: and you you just like the guy standing there, and he just looks weird and uncomfortable, and you're just and, like. And well, the- yeah. why did you make this, sir? Why does this exist? And, <laughs> and he can't even give you an explanation. Like he just knows, <laughs> like he's just like, I've done, I've done wrong in the universe, but I had to. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. It's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like <laughs> you that. You guys
1: are those guys, aren't
2: you? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, to no, I, I, yeah. I think to some extent, <laughs> but also like, you know, for, to go with your example, like where the guys that are like, well, yeah, but we, you know, we wanted something small and compact so we could like drive around the city, but like we also have to go off-roading. So like those tractor tires kind of right. work. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. we drive a plow. So like, you know, when you want to drive a plow, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
4: like, yeah, I'm the I'm the uh, guy who turn like a, a, you know, like an old tiny '70s Porsche into an electric off-road monster. Like that that's more my speed, I yeah, think. That's yeah,
1: that's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's exactly getting okay. it's All a, right. it's a yeah.
3: 914. <laughs> that, I almost said that, but I thought it would be too obscure.
4: That was actually what and I was thinking. I have of, no yes.
0: idea what you guys yeah, are talking I don't know. about. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: real What's car mind? dorks have just emerged. Yeah. 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 I
2: they and, have and I was also real... And three
1: wheels right that's that's about the
3: extent it's, of my it's car knowledge the poor man's convertible porsche it's like yeah. the Boxster. now was the 914 back in the day
2: that still makes no right. sense to I, me whatsoever yeah i have yeah. no idea what you're talking right, about well,
3: just... it, so it's so it's you're gonna go and hang out in another room <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah we, yeah
1: you
4: know i was gonna i was gonna move on to 60s indie cars but we, we can stop there
1: yeah we can probably avoid that I yeah <laughs> 60-acre. Oh,
0: good. What?
4: I mean, it ties into the Chip thing.
0: Totally. Oh, my no, God. That's, that's true. <laughs> we
1: should have done a yeah. TV appreciation episode with these two. Right, yeah. I told ahead of time.
0: Yeah.
4: If, if, if any third. If any third music-related person ends up in a conversation with me and Carl, it ends up in a PV appreciation
3: conversation at some point.
1: As well, it should. Uh, and the uh, you, Indian, know, yeah, you know, I, I think do, the I T do. series are earned that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think they were our first yeah. unsung hero. Yeah,
1: might have been. Yeah, yeah I think we haven't so. done an unsung hero segment in a very
3: long time. Yeah, maybe we need
1: to resurrect that.
3: We need to find another unsung hero to talk
1: about. <laughs> <laughs> how, about uh, uh, can I, how about the hardwire series
2: of pedals? Hardwire oh yeah. That's hardwire. a good one. Yeah. did yeah. um. Digitech hardwire series. Oh, yeah. Digitech. Mm, look into it, is, it is real good. They're, yeah, they're those, all just the, really those, solid.
4: The stereo delays and reverbs that I was mentioning earlier. Yeah. Uh, so both reverbs are the the R V seven, I believe it is, the hardwire R V seven. And one of the delays is a DL eight. And the other is uh the Obscura, which was the recent attempt to resurrect essentially the same exact circuit with a couple of different features. I took them apart and sort of partially traced the circuit to confirm that they're basically the same.
3: <laughs> That's the <laughs> worst part, I think just to go off on another tangent is like we have a fair amount of pedals in in the studio and because I'm kind of delving into like learning a bit, I take them all and open them all and try to like figure out what they do. And yeah. I'm not there yet. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, this looks cool.
0: <laughs> I will say as a,
4: as a mechanical engineer, they definitely improved when they, when they went to the Obscura, mm. uh, in terms of how, how much of a pain in the butt it is to, put back together and take apart um and and to assemble originally i'm sure um but the the thing about those pedals though is that they they're the voltage internal to them is boosted so it can handle my 5 volt peak to peak t60 without clipping
3: mm. because it's running a doubler or something like that and going to 8 yeah
4: it's far more complicated than that like, seemingly <laughs> unnecessary uh, it actually it takes it down to 3.3 first and then boosts it up to 15 to 18 which seems to not make any sense and I think it had something to do with voltage protection because you can plug anything you want into the drop down to 3.3 and it won't kill the booster but
3: that makes sense it's kind of still yeah. seems
4: still seems unnecessarily
3: complicated. Yeah, Terribly complicated for a, a, Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like a, a super complex auto transformer, maybe? No, it, no? it's all switching. No. It's all switching splice. Oh, yeah. Switching. Gotcha. Okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I gotcha. And, and to get the two to play together without like making each other mad and doing terrible things, like they, <laughs> they obviously had some ridiculously smart people designing those circuits to begin with because I couldn't do it.
1: Are you having a stroke? I might be. I don't know what's going on at all. Are you okay? I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I'm like I have no clue what any of these words mean.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> they sound very like
1: they sound important, but at the same time we're guitarists so they can't be that important. It, so
4: much. I uh, you can you- can slam any signal you want into those delays and they won't clip because i also clip dd3s and bypass for instance oh wow with my d60 uh yeah
1: i uh i sometimes play guitar and <laughs> I, like, I like pedals and sparkly guitars
3: you you like shiny things
1: i love shiny things Yeah, i like shiny things too there's nothing wrong with that.
3: actually when we uh it's funny because when the dusk from Dr. Scientist was first coming out, um because we got a chance to talk to them about it before it even launched. That was kind of our oh, no, our first interview with them. And uh, Oh, nice. Yeah, and so there was some, some I think, some boxes that came back from the printers. Yeah, that were they like,
1: had a run from the printers that got they misprinted were like with really, really, too much really
3: red hyper red sparkle in it. <laughs> so when we, were talk- <laughs> we were talking to, to Ryan about, you know, do you want a sparkly one? It's like, duh. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. I can't even actually read what the. I can't read anything, can't read anything no, on the no, pedal I, because it's, it's just way too much sparkle. It's like staring
1: at, at at uh Oh, what is her name? It's like staring at Dorothy's ruby slippers with like spotlights on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what they look it's like. like very, very. <laughs> red That's hilarious.
4: But like, so, it reminds me of the last set of stickers we made for Electro Foods. We got them printed on on like the shiny holographic reflective stock (laughs) um but it's essentially our logo with just stripes emanating out from that and so it's almost impossible to look at
1: (laughs) (laughs) which like i i thought this was the soup like i was like super excited to get one of these dusks in this me too like rare finish um but it's become really hard to tweak it because if it's turned on between the sparkles and the lights on the stupid thing it's just a, I can't read anything. I have yeah. no idea what. Yeah. what well, and, and
3: I'm I'm red, green, colorblind. So it, I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, no yeah. But it has really cool lights and little buttons that you push that do different stuff.
1: And the hipster in me can be like, well, I have a different one than most people. I'm <laughs> it's like, I'm that guy. I have to be that guy.
2: That's, that's
3: <laughs> why I got the digital cliffs for my second BitQuest.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, was like, um, I gotta have this. <laughs> I'm the person who's like, can I find the thing that I like the features enough cheap enough and then tweak it to what I want? Cause yeah. I think none of my guitars that I own are stock. I don't think That's I That's another thing Carl
4: and I have in common for sure. Is that yeah, we, can't including, we can't be well enough alone on anything.
2: <laughs> yeah. We're the worst, uh, including my acoustic. I have a layer uh, D-O-3-O uh, which is the O-Vingle they did a limited
0: yeah, series that's
2: nice. O-Vingle that's one cool. Go and I yeah no uh, oh, it's, the V guitars I mean they're they're my favorite acoustics I mean aside from um a vintage Martin 45 I played and my friend <laughs> uh who has a? Um, oh, uh, he he has a, uh, a vintage Gibson, um, and now I'm uh, trying to remember what the model. <laughs> <laughs> like Dynamite like, Radio. I'm like, oh man, yeah, right. it's so good, it's so Come on, good. Girl, spit it out, spit it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's. Old Gibson well, yeah, it's, Acoustic, it's, oh, we got it. <laughs> Gibson, it's the yeah, one that yeah. you want, but it, I mean, it's, it's you know, got crackle finish and it's like a glazed donut. And it's, that <laughs> that is the nicest acoustic guitar I've ever played.
0: La- my, Day, my, my,
1: oh, sorry. Go for it.
2: Uh, I was going to say, my favorite acoustic is, as
4: far as I can tell from a company that doesn't exist anymore, because uh, you can't Google them, and I spent $135 on it. <laughs> and it's super weird and i freaking love it so yeah. it's it, the sound hole is walled on the side so it just goes all the way through the guitar so like if you drop a pick through the sound hole it comes out the back what
2: what <laughs> uh-huh. yeah it makes no sense you actually and have a donut and,
4: and then it has f holes along like the side on the you know toward the bottom of the body
1: okay for the love of all that is holy, you have to send us a picture of that. <laughs> oh, I will. Because when this airs, I'm not, I got to yeah. share a picture of that so people can understand. Oh, yeah. What the heck.
4: No, absolutely. So the thing, the thing about it, though, is it has, it has this like natural mid-peak. So you can write things on it and then, and it will work similarly to it would work, how it would work on an electric guitar weird <laughs> so i write so that band that i've described with all those pedals i write stuff for it on that acoustic
1: that is a bizarre instrument i'm very i'm I looking forward understand. to seeing a picture yeah, of this yeah. thing uh, yeah. i was gonna say Larivé is uh, as far as uh it's funny that like when when i first came across Laravie, it was like 20 something years ago and they didn't feel like a big brand then but they really are now um as far, as, oh, as, far I, as big brands go, Larive has a pretty good knack for like putting out instruments that feel broken in mm-hmm. and resonate like they're broken in instruments compared to most of the other ones, in my opinion.
2: Oh yeah. No, they're some of my favorite. Again, you know, the, I, I just remembered what the, the Gibson was. It's a Gibson J 45 from 1955. That was oh, my friend's okay. you got a grandfather. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just an exquisite, beautiful instrument. It's, it's you know, one of those things where you're just like, oh man. And then the other one was, uh, I think, a, a Martin E45 from the early 70s. And those were both just beautiful, amazing vintage instruments. And then, I mean, uh there be do three r, like from whatever 2000, 2002, 2000, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're, they sound that, uh, you know, almost that good. And, yeah.
1: I, well, I mean, it's I, hard to like compare a golden era J 45. That's also had 70 years of playing to like, Resonate itself into just gloriousness. Is, you're not going to. Oh, yeah. That. There's no beating that.
2: Yeah. No. And yeah, again, and I mean, it's got his his grandfather's like wear and tear. On. I mean, it's it's you could shine uh, if you shine a flashlight through the top, you could see just beyond the like in between the bridge and the uh, pit guard. You could probably see light through it if you shine it from other end. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he just wore through its natural wood on that side, yeah. you know, right there because he was a, a finger style guy uh, and and also strummed hard. And it, I mean, it's just, and also you got a setup on it and it plays like an electric guitar. It's just <laughs> the weirdest thing. And it like... still also sounds good. It, like, you know, he's got 12s on it. It doesn't sound, you know, because sometimes you have someone who puts, you know, 10s or something on it. On an acoustic, and that c- that can work for certain things, but like Gibson, yes, yeah, yeah, it, just, be a little it just
1: sounding for sure. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
2: know, like,
1: this just Gibson. Just boom. I don't know what it is with Gibson, man. I I loved getting in brand new Gibson acoustics at the music shop because they smell amazing.
0: <laughs> the, oh yeah,
1: the glue what? like. That's one of my, fa- still to this day, I'll go into the acoustic room at a music shop and I'll pick up any Gibson acoustic, I don't care, and I'll just stick my nose right in the sound hole and take a big ol' whiff. It smells amazing. The wood glue and the wood just, ah,
3: it's oh, so good. So my custom guitar is six years old this year, mm-hmm. and it still smells like the Kronbauer shop. Yeah, it's a good smell. Oh, it's so- oh, that's
4: awesome.
1: But that's where the goodness ends for me with brand new Gibson acoustics. <laughs> They, they, like, off the wall, they're very, like, eh. They're okay. They're really high-priced for what those things sound like, even with a good setup. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Gibson Acoustics, for me, need to be aged by about 30 years before they're of any value, sonically, for my ears. Once that has happened, however, there's just no beating it. That's just a glorious, glorious sound. Somebody's old workhorse, J45, is just a great sound i can't figure it out and off the wall j45 i'm just not turned on by it and this yeah is, no you know, i'm not trying to i'm not trying to shove my like recent and re, the my annoyance with gibson in recent years um <laughs> but Cause I, I have been annoyed with them in recent years. They've been a very, I mean, who them. hasn't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But like, uh, th- that was just even before the, the annoyance that I have for them now, had fostered in any way, uh, just a, a regular, like grabbing and giving some acoustic off the wall. Just never turned me on. Uh, um, yeah. it took me a while to figure out like they, they need to be aged. And I, there's just something about that. Not well, it, and, you know like a Martin or a Larrivée does not have nearly that same thing. Like obviously an aged acoustic is always going to sound a little better. Uh, it's just, oh sure you know that it's kind of like we'll do like but for some right. reason whatever they're doing at the Martin factory whatever they're doing it at, at Larrivée's various factories like. They come out sounding better right off the hop than a Gibson acoustic does every single time in my
2: ears. Oh, I would, I would agree with you too, I, I, and I mean, I think the thing with with the Larivé's is that they have a a very um, they have a unique bracing pattern um, that is a little bit more even across the uh, spectrum from low to high. Than most other things, because most bracing patterns uh, for acoustics um, are going to have um, from kind of like your if you, if you're right-handed on your right knee up towards your elbow, sort of kind of bracing pattern. Maybe not that that angle, but like they're going to be angled. And the larybies are straight up and down, like uh, across. So. They're just I think a little more um, even response I think with the mids especially and also the lows and, and I just think they're a different thing yeah, like I, yeah and, and you know I worked in a, uh, a guitar shop for a few years and I think only for one year maybe we had the, uh, the Lara V uh, we were Larry V dealer. And I, you know, anytime someone would, would come in and be like, I want to get this guitar. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll hand you that guitar. But I would also try and hand them one of the comparable V guitars that was a similar style. I, and I did, I did and- the
1: same thing. And uh, if a guy could get past his desire to have that name on the headstock, that Gibson name, mm-hmm. um, it seemed like if that,
2: if that desire didn't overwhelm
1: them, they almost always preferred the larvae.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you know, I mean, and, and I'm not going to fault anyone for, for wanting to have that too. Cause you know, resale value is a thing and you want to have, <laughs> yeah. No, totally. So, and, and listen, I, you know, I'm a gear geek and I changed my mind. <laughs> um, what
1: that's never happened. I, 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 you know right, why you have that problem? Because right. you're a drummer. <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> Just, Just, yeah, see, I'm I you oh, the, the amount of program, I've gone through. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that
4: the, the thing about like the aged bodies, I, I don't know what it is. Like, I can't really explain it scientifically, but there's something to it. Cause like one of the, most resonant guitars i've ever played was like it was a 60s dan electro semi hollow body and i was just like i picked it up because it was weird looking in like a in some guitar store at some point and i and i played it and i was just like it, it was like it was just incredible sounding without even being plugged in it sounded amazing and i and i i don't remember the model but i remember like A few years later, Dan Electro actually, like, reissued that model, and I played one of the reissues, and it was, like, it was just dead as, like, there was nothing happening playing it unplugged.
1: (laughs) You know, I had uh, Dan Electro. It was uh, probably made in uh, 2010, 2011, and I actually really, really loved that guitar. It it was very resonant, very lively. I would posit, if I may, (laughs) that, (laughs) that in Dan Electro's case, their whole design is just wonderfully schlocky. What does that mean? It means they're made of particle board and literally taped around the edges and glued together. And their pickups yeah. are the cheapest design pickups in the universe. And somehow it all Even works. now, to make though?
3: The, oh yeah. It's the but back, <laughs> back in the day, they were better.
4: the one I was playing that I was said was very resonant. As far as I could tell, it was made of like the, the back and sides were made of fiberglass.
1: Yeah. That's man. These things were just the, 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 if they ever came out awesome, it was not because of intention. It was because of fluke. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of the magic behind them. And that was not like anything Dan Electra was trying to hide. They were intended to be, very affordable instruments mm. like they, they're peanuts compared to anything Fender or gibson was putting out
4: sure so yeah, yeah. No. but sometimes sometimes it works i mean it's you know it's like the I, i'm also a Tysco nerd
0: mm, to some extent yeah. so
4: like mm-hmm. the, the plywood necks man like <laughs> they are rock solid they are not going
0: anywhere no <laughs> like any
4: Anybody who complains about having to adjust a truss rod every year, every couple of years, like I'm like, well, I'll just get a Tysco neck.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean think about I've it. I never right? move. You have that yeah. many laminates of wood and like all yeah. together. <laughs> like that thing's going nowhere. Which no, is
2: also what's no. crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember when people were, were talking about that when um, Martin started coming out with that thing where they're trying to be more eco conscious and coming out with laminate necks. And Oh, the neck looks weird. Mind. But it's you know way but the, more stable. <laughs> totally, and but that was like
1: Framus. That's bad.
2: Framus was,
1: Framus was doing that uh, in like the seventies.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. You, know, you
1: can find old Framuses that were. That's what their necks are. They're they're plywood laminate necks, and I think that turned off a lot of people, especially in North America mm-hmm. in that era. But. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I mean, even take yeah. the, even take the two Aria built guitars I have on the wall here. They're Matsumoku three ply necks. Like it's not plywood, but they're way more stable than, mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. most other things in uh-huh. the era, you know.
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: even, yeah.
4: even and... the back to the T series, you know, sawing them in half and gluing them back together again.
1: Yeah, strong as heck. Yeah,
2: Yep. Oh yep. yeah, and and the uh, the adjustments I've made on. I mean, I have a uh, a TV Patriot I bought from. Friend of mine, (laughs) we want to talk about that. That uh, the band I was in in middle school. I bought uh, a BB Patriot from him in middle school, and has a bilaminate neck. And I left it At, at one point. It just sat in between a dresser and a chimney in my house, at my parents' house for. Five or six years at least without strings on it even perfect (laughs) I put strings on it and tuned it up and do you know how many truss rod turns I had to
1: do on it I'm going to guess at most a quarter
2: none (laughs) (laughs) I was was like what this is weird and in, in the interim I realized that like oh, that's this thing you should really not yeah. do. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. But I, and then I was like, oh, and there's, I literally have done, I literally had done no adjustment. I was, it was, yeah. you know, everything you would think, oh, don't do that. And And now I'm thinking like, why aren't people doing more? Laminate necks, like, you know, and it's funny. It's yeah. coming
1: back. There's laminates are, are coming stable. back in vogue now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guitar players are a funny bunch, man. We we're so slow to accept change. And well, so a '59
2: isn't like that, you I, know. And a '59 Gibson and a '52 Tele, they didn't have laminate necks, and that's, I
1: I think it's because you know the baby boomer generation has kind of gone away in a lot of guitar wise now. And what's coming up now is yeah. Gen X, Gen Z, you know, like millennials. It's it's younger people that don't have that attachment to so, everything yeah, being yeah. the same. And they're more accepting of more progressive building styles with guitar yep. stuff. Um. Anyway. Yeah, okay. I, and,
4: yeah. That was definitely me because that, again, was making everything up. So.
1: Yeah. I, so we're going to have yeah. to do a round two with you guys because we're like, we're, we're way over time here. Um, <laughs> oh, whoops. Well, no, no, this is just, it's, it. it's on yeah. us as much as of This yeah. is what we do. It's an hour long <laughs> show that's never an hour long. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so, so, um, where do where do people best find you?
4: Oh, uh, so, um, Instagram, Electro Foods Bells, and uh, our website, Electrofoods.space. What? And those are those are yeah. the best places. We we do have a mailing list that you can find on either of those locations, I believe. Uh, And you know, we, we, we tend to announce some stuff first on the mailing list. Um, So you'll hear about things first and, you know, hints at new things that are coming that we probably won't post to the Instagram and stuff like that. So those are the, those are the best places though.
3: Cool.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, guys, uh, just thanks so much for coming on the show, being part of the, Fam jam.
4: Oh yeah, it's been a
2: blast. Oh yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh yeah. It's been...
1: been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We've been trying <laughs> yeah,
2: <that's> to <laughs> schedule it for about a way year. too long.
1: Probably about a year. About yeah. a year. Yep. Yeah. So well.
2: How's it been that long? Oh man.
1: Okay. I, mean, I think Fine. it's probably been about a, about a year since we first started talking about it. Yeah. all
2: right, hey. all right. All right.
1: I believe you you shouldn't uh, always don't believe me <laughs> <laughs> thanks casper You're uh, welcome. on that note yeah thanks for coming on guys it was an absolute oh, yeah. blast um and we'll Absolutely. definitely we'll definitely have to do it again sometime and to everybody listening uh thanks for thanks for tuning into another show see you next week